Are you tired of spinning your wheels with ineffective marketing strategies? Do you dream of finding a way to grow your business while also giving back to your community? Well, have you thought about charitable auctions? Maybe you've tried them in the past and you feel stuck because you're tired of donating to auctions that haven't gone that well. Either the winners never bothered to redeem their gift certificates or the ones who did were so price sensitive that you wished you'd never heard from them in the first place. Or maybe you've wanted to try auction marketing, but you don't know where to start and the thought of a bunch of trial and error makes you want to lay down and take a nap. Well, we've just launched our brand new course, Rework Your Marketing with Charitable Auctions. In this course, you'll gain access to a comprehensive course that has been meticulously crafted over 18 years of our own trial and error in our portrait studio in the trenches of charitable auctions. In this course, we dive deep into the world of charitable auction marketing and uncovering the secrets to our success with this. From setting clear goals to identifying the best charities for your business, we'll show you how to navigate this powerful marketing strategy with confidence. But that's not all. You're also going to receive a treasure trove of exclusive resources, including customizable templates, vendor recommendations, and tracking spreadsheets. Picture this. You donate a portrait session to a local charity auction. Not only does your donation attract the attention of your ideal clients, but it also helps support a cause that you're passionate about. And with the tools and insights provided by this course, you'll be able to turn those auction winners into lifelong clients. So whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, now is the time to rework your marketing strategy with charitable auctions. Visit our website today, dotherework.com forward slash auctions, and take the first step toward transforming your business and making a difference in your community. Welcome to The Rework with Allison Tyler-Jones, a podcast dedicated to inspiring portrait photographers to uniquely brand, profitably price, and confidently sell their best work. Allison has been doing just that for the last 15 years, and she's proven that it's possible to create unforgettable art and run a portrait business that supports your family and your dreams. All it takes is a little rework. Episodes will include interviews with experts from in and outside of the photo industry, mini workshops, and behind-the-scenes secrets that Allison uses in her portrait studio every single day. She will challenge your thinking and inspire your confidence to create a profitable, sustainable portrait business you love through continually refining and reworking your business. Let's do the rework. Hi, friends, and welcome back to The Rework. One of the most common questions I get from other photographers is, how do you handle husbands? It's usually said in a really low tone, looking off to the side, not wanting to be overheard. Well, I don't know. How do you handle husbands? I know early in my career, I wondered the same thing. It seemed like husbands were always putting the kibosh on every order or they weren't happy about being photographed or they were just as hard to handle as the toddlers. And that was before I learned how to speak husband. And with me today in the podcast studio is Miss Catherine Langsford from Photos by Catherine in Vancouver, Canada. 
And she also has had to learn to speak husband. And now husbands are our favorite thing ever to deal with. And we're going to talk with you about that transition, the problems that we used to have and how we overcame them so that you too can learn to speak husband. Let's do it. Straight out of Canada. Here she is. PBK, Catherine Langsford's in the house. (laughs) Welcome back. Thank you, ATJ. So this topic has long been on our list of things that we wanted to talk about. And what we're going to talk about today, we're trying to be, like you said, we need to be more woke than we are. But there's, should we say a trigger warning for stereotypical stereotypes that are coming down the pike in this episode? Trigger warning for gender stereotypes? Yes, there might be a trigger warning for gender stereotypes in this in this episode. But it is what it is, and then we'll just see where we go. Okay, sounds good. We're just okay. basing it on personal business experience. Exactly. Okay. So we have had, earlier in our career, we used to get a little bit scared when people would bring husbands to meetings or husbands could tend to be problematic in sessions, Mm -hmm. sales meetings, that sort of thing. And many of my students in our membership group are like, what do you do about husbands? Like, how do you handle the husbands? The husbands are so hard, but you and I love the husbands. I feel like we've cracked the husband code. I feel like we know how to speak husband now. I agree. We've learned over the years. We are husband whisperers. We are. So I want to share... Because we weren't always like that. We didn't always love the husband. No, it, it came It came with pain. It was hard-won knowledge. Yeah. And we want to share it. Okay. So talk about your experience. Well, back when I realized that husbands are not wives. <laughs> <laughs> when exactly did that happen? How long were yeah. you into your I mean, relationship? I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess typical things that I had issue with were husbands being grouchy in photo sessions not wanting to be there and maybe even having a very bad attitude. Less (laughs) than cooperative. Making it difficult for me to make every, everyone look happy and lovey. That came at a time when I was expecting that everyone would just arrive being on board. So I hadn't learned what I know now and that, that made it difficult. Also, I guess husbands, uh, not coming to the sales meeting, which was a relief to me because I, I didn't really want them there because it was the wives that were really excited about these portraits and wanting a million of them and thinking how great they'd be in the house. But then they'd go home and it would be the husband that said to the wife, we're not spending that. We're not buying those. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing would sort of fall apart. So again, those bad husbands. Exactly. Winning my sales. Yep. And even if the ones that did show up to the sales meeting, they would say things like, what are we doing here? Why are we doing this? They didn't yeah. like the way I was running my meetings. And they were sort of, I felt like a bit of a barrier to me directing the sale the way I wanted it to go. So they were harshing, yeah. they were harsh in the love. They were harsh in the photo love. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And so I, similar, you know, I think a lot of husbands would come in looking at their watch. Well, any meeting, but especially the photo shoot was kind of like, are, are we done? Like I, or oh, they're classic to the husband quote. We only need one photo. Yeah. Yeah. Or they're Why over there on their... that shutter so many times. Yeah. We only need one photo. photo. Yeah. Or they're over there on their phone making money right now. Like so busy, can't attend. There was just a lot of, they didn't really want 
didn't seem to be on board with the process. And I want to underline that this is before we understood that husbands aren't wives. Right. Husbands are awesome. Yes. And we love them now. Now that we've learned how to speak husband, our lives have changed. In every good way. And they were awesome before too. We just didn't get it. Right. We just were expecting them to be women. Right. Yes. Men aren't women. Well, well, right. Exactly. So, okay. So how did it change in your world? How did it change? I feel like this is, this is some, these were some changes that you and I sort of struggled through together. We kind of talked through some of this stuff. One thing that I, that you taught me that I've done differently is when booking a session and when discussing the session beforehand, I acknowledge that the husband may not want to be here for very long during that session. And it may not be important that he is here. If he wants to be a part of it and is excited about it, wonderful. I'm more than happy to have him. But if he's just sort of doing his good partner duty by showing up and looking handsome and being where he wants us to be, he's free to go after. And I yeah. once I sort of wrapped my head around that, he doesn't have to take one for the team being here in the middle of the day on a Wednesday for two hours. He doesn't need to do that. Right. So that can sometimes help to get the session booked. If we, exactly. get, if we get everyone on the same page that like, you know, we may not need every family member here for the entire duration. And we may be able to book this session at a time when it's easy for him to get in and out quickly. Yep. And then we're respecting his time. Exactly. So to me, that was a function of just listening to what the continual complaints were. And that rather than just like, oh my gosh, I hate these guys. All they do is complain. It's like, oh, what exactly are the complaints? Can we fix the complaints? And so when you hear it enough times of like, look, I can't be gone for an hour and a half in the middle of the day, then... I would get out ahead of that and say it as we're booking it with the wife. If we book it on a noon on a Tuesday, he shows up at noon. We'll get every photo that we need him in. Get that done first. Might be 20 minutes and then he can bounce. He's out. And she's like, oh my gosh, he would love that. But you know what? Don't you think it's funny? And I don't know if this is true for you, but they never leave. They never leave. They never leave. They come and they, they're like, okay, so what are we doing? This is how long is this going to take? And then you say, look, I'm going to get you in. I'm going to get you out. We're going to get all the pictures with you. And then they are having a good time and they stay. Oh no, no, I'm good. No, this is great. Yeah. They love it because. Don't worry about me. Yep. Because they've been used to two hours in the park at 114 degrees in their quarters of Ralph Lauren sweater with a photographer that's like, well, what do you think? Well, what would you like? And you know what else? Their first sort of introduction to us is hearing that we are mindful and considerate of their time. Yeah. Schedule. And we are very willing to be working around it. And that's, that's a good foot to start on. True. Yeah, for sure. And so then another thing, as far as the session itself goes, is I like to acknowledge the husband and what he's been through up to this point. Now we know it hasn't been as much as the wife, but in his mind, he has been very put upon because he has had to watch no less than like $5,000 worth of clothing coming to his doorstep from either Amazon, Nordstrom, wherever He's listened to his wife and watched her try on 75 outfits and dress the kids 57 times. And he's just like, okay, well, we haven't even bought pictures yet. And this has already cost me a million dollars. Okay. So that's already happening. The wife's a complete nut job. She's threatened the kids within an inch of their life on the way there, even though we tell them not to. She's begging him to just cooperate. So already it's very fraught when they walk in the door. So I will talk to the husband and just say, 
have you just been counting the sleeps until today? Are you so excited? On the calendar? Yeah. Like I, I'm like, has it been so fun living with somebody that's spending the gross national product of America on clothing every week and making you watch her try them on and you can just see them laugh. And then they kind of look at their wife and the wife is, it kind of diffuses. Yep. Because you just called out. Or jokes about like, you know what, kids, we got to hurry up and finish these photos of you guys because daddy wants a whole bunch of close-ups of himself. Yeah. (laughs) And I need to leave time for that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So just, I think a little tease is a always, little acknowledgement. Yeah. We feel your pain, but we know that we've made your life a living hell up until this point, but it's going to be easy from here on out. Yeah. And it's yeah. light. It lightens it up. You know, there's nothing worse than knowing someone doesn't want to be here. So if we just like let them know, I know you don't want to be here. You're so awesome for being here. I'm going to make yeah. it easy. For Dad you. of the year, husband of the year. Yeah. Yep. Love that. Okay, what else? Well, I guess we need to back up to pre-session consultation as always. Absolutely. Because, I mean, I wasn't doing pre-session consultations when I was having all these problems. But one thing that's in common with the pre-session consultation and the sale is that I've definitely made it clear when discussing with the family um, how we're going to work that it's really important that if you and your husband make decor and art purchases together, then we should be having this talk together. And that sort of gets it out there right away. Like, is this your project that you have free reign on? Or is this a couple's project that you both need to be a part of? Many people have never thought about that. They don't come in thinking about that. And that is what burns things down in the sales room because they hadn't thought about the fact that like, oh, wait, this is a whole big set of decisions that I probably shouldn't make on my own. Or maybe it is okay for them to make it on their own, but just having that talk. Right. I like the way you put that, how you said, is this a project that you're working on your own or is this something that you guys would do together? Because you and I own our own businesses. We call the shots. If somebody said to us, well, like, is this okay with your husband? We'd be like, I'm going to end you right now. Like, <laughs> Who the hell do you think you're talking to? You know, you, that would be so insulting. So you would never want to say that because that's not cool. So I like that. I think that's really good language. I am absolutely going to use that. I would just say mine is a little bit like, Hey, I really love to have the husband have both of you there. Mm -hmm. So we can work on this together because this is a major home purchase that you're looking at. And that's something that I think sometimes we think the husbands aren't really that interested in, but they really love it. They really love to be in on it. Now you might have a woman that's like, Oh no, he is just going to get in the way and make things way harder. They might say something like he never likes to spend money and I'm the one that does all the money or whatever, for whatever reason. So I'm not going to get in the middle of that. We'll go ahead and have do whatever it is that she says. Putting it out there. You're putting the thought and the question out there. And there are many times when the person you're speaking to had never thought of that. So it's very important to bring it up and then they can tell you how they want to handle it. Yep. So if husband and wife are coming to the pre-session consult, then that is just that just sets a great tone for everything we're going to do together because we're talking about it all together. We're talking about cost. We're talking about how big are the pieces going to be. We're talking about where we're going to hang them. And previously, I didn't discuss that until we were in the sales room. And it might be the first the husband had heard of any of it after the wife had made the purchase and come home and told him. And it was just a recipe for disaster. Right. So now we're talking about it out front. And, you know, usually those meetings go well, but there are times when husband and wife are not at all on the same page and they didn't realize it until they got there. And so the positive side of that is that we can figure that out. Like, you know, husband is like, no way do I want portraits hanging on the main floor of our home. 
They're private. They should be in the bedroom. Yeah. And the woman's like, no, I want this to be our art. I don't want paintings. I want art of our family. That conversation needs to happen now. And let's figure it out. And then from there, we'll set the agenda for the session based on what you both have decided that you want. Yeah, love that. So good. And I love how you say that too, that that sets the agenda for the session. I think that's such good wording. You know, I think we all could say that we would like more really great qualified leads. But what happens when we get contacted by a potential new client? We sometimes have that pit in our stomach of, oh, it's not a good time right now. I don't want to call them. What if they ask me hard questions? Oh, I don't really know that I have the words to say. And we put it off until we call and they've already booked somebody else. Or maybe we don't ever call or we're just letting things fall through the cracks. So if you ever find yourself in this type of situation and you feel like, I just don't know the words to say, or I don't know how to talk to these people, or am I doing it wrong? I have a solution for all three of those things. If you go to dotherework.com, we have three different free resources for you. One is our ultimate client consultation guide that is going to help you step-by-step walk that prospective client through your process, how it is that you work. It has all the little speed bumps, so to speak, along the way to help you remember to say all the things that you need to say. Next is our cheat sheet of frequently asked difficult questions that has an exhaustive list of all the hard questions that clients come up with that will help you get started on answering those confidently so that you don't have that feeling in the pit of your stomach anymore. And you're going to pick up that phone immediately. And lastly is our sales sabotage evaluation tool. And that is going to help you to figure out where you are screwing it up because we all do at one time or another. So go to do the rework.com. And wherever you're at in your business, if you're needing to rework your message, if you're needing to rework your answers, if you're needing to rework your sales process, they are all right there on that very first page. They are free. They are resources to help you in your business. Go do it. Download them now and start doing better. Start booking those clients confidently and start selling them your gorgeous, beautiful work because they need it. Okay, so we've got it handled Just let me say that anything good I have has come from many, many pain points. Absolutely. Many nights of tears, nausea, nightmares. Burn down sales. All of that and happy clients. Into perfectly crafted wording. Yes. Exactly. Start off that way. No, 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 no. I couldn't agree more. Okay. So we're done a pre session consultation. So In the consultation with men versus a woman, do you feel like there's something different there, like husband versus wife? Consultation-wise, I think the process needs to be really clear and just, here's how I work. I do this, and I do this, and I do this. This is mine. So that they have a sense of like, this is what we're doing. Yep. This is what this here's problem. the here's how we work. Here's the yeah. what the process is, and yeah. I think that's the same whether it's a ma- male or female. One thing I love about men, husbands in particular, is that I feel like it's way easier to quote prices. Yep, talking money is essential, and just backing up to talking about how we work. What's interesting is many women are totally interested in hearing the process and they want that information. But the difference with men, the, the rare occasion when I have a man book the session or be the one who's, whose idea this is, they're just like, tell me how it goes. Oh, this is how it goes. I do this. I do this. Okay, great. 
sounds good. Like they, um, you know, I I don't know if I'm being articulate. Yeah. There's, well, there's not a lot of fluff. There's not a lot of emotional laden, uh, greasing of the wheels that need to happen for a guy. Generally, that's just like, it's like they're binary. Like, are we doing this? Are we not doing this? If we're doing it, how do you do it? Yeah. What's the process? How does it work? And then the money, I couldn't agree more. We talk money right up front. As soon as I, as soon as I have a sense of what they want, we talk about how much it costs, like right up front. Yep. And yeah, more so in the sales room. That, right. We're, uh, and we're going to get there because I know where I know where you're going with that. So getting them into the consultation, if at all possible, is definitely a great idea. I don't make it a deal breaker because again, there's so many more women that run their own businesses and make their own financial decisions that I would never want to offend. But I do love it when we have both the husband and the wife in there because they can just kind of going recapping what you said is there's some conversations that they may have never had before. Now, I find that if you have art collectors, if you have a couple that already collects art, this is like sliding down a greased slide. It's just so easy because they get it. They know things cost a lot. They know custom framing, all of that. So it's just so much easier. But if they don't, if they have not had that experience before and they have been maybe hiring shoot and burn photographers or just buying digital files up until now, and this is their first interaction with a photographer that works with finished product, it's a little bit more of an education process. But I find that with men, it's easier to strip the language down and be a little bit more direct than with women. We kind of like to be wined and dine and feted and have a few more emotional terms yeah. thrown around. Yeah. Okay. So we've shot the session and now they're coming in to look at the images. How did you used to do it? And what was the problem with that as far as husbands go? Yeah. So many problems with that. <laughs> How I used to do it was I would have a box of printed proofs. Hmm. I see your judgment and I'm just going to let that roll right off my I know. I know. There's an eyebrow raised right here. And we would look at them and gush over them and then maybe narrow down piles of each child. And I thought there was value in seeing how many great photos we got. And I thought that that would lead to them wanting a lot of them because there were so many great ones. I mean, I was so wrong in so many ways, but I didn't know that. We don't know. Right. You don't know what you don't know. And what's interesting is the consistent feedback that I would get from men during this process was, okay, what are we doing? What's our goal? I can't tell you probably hundreds of times. Yep. And for a while I saw that as, oh, he just wants to get out of here or, you know, rush the process. Yeah. And I totally didn't see it for what it was, which was, what's the end we have in mind? Mm-hmm. And they were basically wanting me to have a pre-session consult yeah. <laughs> that we didn't have. But yeah, what's the end? What's the end goal here? What are we going for? And the way I did it was flipped. The way I did it was, let's talk about the photos we love. And then let's sit and figure out how big they're going to be and where they're going to hang. And in so many cases, people were had decision fatigue by that point. Yeah. And couldn't make those decisions or made the decision in a way that like they regretted later or... Or they just bought a lot of little because they didn't want to have to decide. We just want them all. So many problems with that, with that process. But that is what men were asking for all along. Yeah. What are we doing here? And so now the way that is now, we talk about what are we doing here when I meet them before we even have the session. Exactly. And so by the time we get to the sales room, 
We know exactly what we're doing. We have a photo of their walls up on a screen and I've suggested these photos in these places. And the only thing we're really talking about is, can we see a different photo of my daughter? I don't know if I like that one. It's like night and day. Everyone is on the same page. Everyone knows how much it's going to cost. Everyone knows what we're doing, what, what we're there to decide. And in times when, you know, in the past, if a husband couldn't make it to that meeting, that was the other thing. If a husband could not make it to the meeting, or even if he, we had stressed how important it is and he was going to be there, but something came up and he couldn't be, that would burn everything down. Yep. Because the wife couldn't decide without the husband, not because she's not an independent thinker who is capable of making home purchase decisions. It wasn't that. It was that she, she was getting overwhelmed and right. she wanted his feedback. And she thought she'd be okay without his feedback, but she's not because it's she, too much yeah. to decide and the photos are too great. And she's just like, I, I can't, I can't decide. I right. And it's their kids together. And it's something that she actually didn't realize that she really did want yes. him in on because it's a part of the experience together. Also, I feel like many times, not always, but with some clients, they would blame the husband as the way to get out of making the yeah. decision. You know, they would say, well, my I, I need to talk to my husband about yeah. it. They just are delaying the decision or they would blame it on their husband, you know, because there are plenty of wives that are the ones that don't want to spend money and the husband yeah. does. They don't want him coming because they're afraid he'll spend too much. I've had that happen too, yeah. you know, and they'll say, oh, well, my husband said that, that he, we couldn't do it, but really it's that they, that was a smoke screen. We saw that as these husbands are wrecking everything. Right, exactly. They make everything so hard. These men are, you know, they hate they're, us. They're trying to, yeah, they're trying to like put up barriers against this. They're thing love killers. Exactly. Yeah. But, so it was just that we hadn't educated people enough from the beginning. We didn't, we didn't tell them what our process was. We didn't tell them what to expect. Or what exactly. From them or what, or help them to realize what they want early instead of overwhelming them at the time of decision. And then it, there were times it burned down to the point where the sale never closed. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So one thing I was going to back up really quick. One of the things that I've had happen a lot is as we wrap up the session and the husbands may or may not have been in on the consultation or they may not remember, they'd say, okay, so when are we looking at these or whatever? Or I will ask them if they haven't asked me, I'll say, so you're coming to the view and order, right? And so some of them are like, oh, you don't need me for that. And I'm like, look, you not coming to the view and order. I'm like, you just lived through the pregnancy and the labor and now you don't want to see the baby. I'm like, that is not cool. You need to be there for the baby. You need to see the good part. It's really, really fun. And so if we've scheduled it already and it's a day that doesn't work for them, then I'll quickly just reschedule it right then so that it will work for him. Sometimes they'll say, look, this is her thing. I don't need to be there. She knows what she's doing, you know, and they really don't want to be, that's fine. But I find that the more I include and say something like that and get them included, they are so glad that they came and they love it. Yeah, 100% agree. I find the more I've developed my pre-session consult part of the process, the less I need to even try to talk men into coming. They, they want to be a part of it. They know what we're doing. Yeah. They want to see that and spot and they're both here. It's so true. And I think even as you put your process on your website or you're speaking about it, when you're talking about it, even in that first phone call, it has enough gravity that the process is clear enough that they realize that if this is something that they're doing together, they really should be together. And so I find that more and more I'm getting both of the people in for that consultation. Okay. So let's go back to the view and order to the sales appointment. And you're talking about your box of proofs, which is hilarious. So my box of proofs would have been 
the ProSelect catalog with way too many images and this beautiful slideshow that's playing music. And then let's go through and pick which images we like and compare yeah. them against each other. Yeah. And yeah. so it's just a digital version of what you said. Kind and, of, but yeah. Kind of. And so men are just love their families too. Husbands love the kids too, but it can just get overwhelming. And you can kind of see after a while, like the eyes start to glaze over. They're looking at their watch. They're looking at their phone, whatever. And so it needs to be tidy and tight and not too long, not too long, not too long. All busy, have things to do. Very busy. Okay. So I love that. What's our goal? So I think if we had been listening, if you had been, and I had been listening to these men earlier. Yes. So in the consultation, what our goal is, we're beginning with the end of mind. We're deciding what we're going to do. So because we have that all nailed down, we've shot for that. Now they're coming into the view and order and it's a slideshow of images, but then it's like, okay, here's the wall. Here's your fireplace. Here's your living room. Here are the walls. And this is what we're doing. Okay. So we're now we're fulfilling the goal. And it's much quicker. Yeah, because the only thought is, do we love the actual photos she chose for those spots? We've already picked the spots. Right. Right. We've already already paid for it in most cases. They've already already paid a deposit on this. So it's not thinking about, do I want that? Do I? No, we've already done that. Right. It's just, she chose close-ups of the three kids. And I think I want the one that shows more of their body. Can we do those instead? Like, honestly, it's just really simple. Just swap in and out. I love that. Yeah. And even like you said, like going through the photos and pulling them all up against each other. Sometimes we do that. Like they might say, can we just see all the family photos and know that this is the right one? But even when we do do that, it's way faster. Yep. Because the big decision is not that. The big decision was done before. Yeah. The big decision was... this much? Are we okay? Do we like the idea of a photo that big in that spot? You know, do you want something in your office? Those are the big decisions and they've already done it. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. So I feel like that learning to speak husband has really revolutionized our business. It's allowed us to be clearer, more efficient and quick. It doesn't mean that we don't still have a layer of emotion and love. We absolutely do. But we're using the word husband and men, but we could just as easily say CEOs and busy people. Yeah. Right. Because if you had two women or whatever. It doesn't matter. Whoever's busy, has busy lives, have things going on. They don't have endless time to just sit around and, oh, let's just look at the pictures endlessly and never decide. Yeah. So we have a process, we take them through it. And that speaks very well to anybody, whether it's a husband or not, that's busy. Agree. I think another important point is we have created this process based on client feedback that we weren't listening to for a while. And I think that's important. That's something important I wish I'd learned earlier is when you hear people saying something negative about the process, listen to that. And, and, and you mentioned it already. Try and figure out, you know, what can I change so that that's not their experience? Because especially in the case where, you know, like I said, when the men were looking at the proofs and they're like, what are we doing? What's the point? I may have taken it personally or been annoyed by it. I should have listened long before I actually did start listening because they were pointing out a pain point in the process. Yeah, that's a really good point because it's making me think like, what are there areas? Because we all have blind spots, you know, are there areas of things that I'm just missing because I don't want to change or because there's some, there's some requests that clients makes that are unreasonable. 
and that aren't in the best interest of their, their best interest or the best interest of your business. But sometimes there's always a way through that. If you can interpret it a little bit differently. Yeah. Well, another one that I heard over and over again was I can't decide this right now. This is right now. I feel pressured. I can't decide this. And that was remedied by having a pre-session consultation and making the decisions then. Yep. And I don't hear them say that anymore in the sales room. Totally agree. It happened all the time. And I thought that it was just, this is just the way it goes. You know, if I don't make them decide, then that means I'm not going to close the sale. So I have to find a way. Yeah. And then you make them decide and then they call you the next morning and cancel half the order. Yeah. 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 So... Again, that was a recurring pain point for people. And uh, I don't know that I figured it out by the pre-session consult. Putting the pre-session consult into the process was there were more reasons than that to do it. But after I did that, I stopped hearing people complain about not being able to decide. Yeah, I love that. Okay, anything else that you want to add? I'm going to recap where we've been because I think we've covered a lot of topics. But the things that I think really stand out to me, the high points of our conversation are number one, to include the husband. So learning to speak husbands, include him. Because, you know, I remember when I very first started, I was like, okay, there's female financing. Women were bringing me money in the middle of the night to my house. Don't tell my husband how much this costs, like that kind of stuff. But I feel like that really my best clients, both the husband and the wife are into it. Yeah. And when a husband is the one that calls, that's the best, oh, that's yeah. one of some of the best clients you have because they're so into it. So include him, acknowledge his pain. <laughs> Even though every woman listening to this is going to roll their eyes, like he didn't have to get the outfits together. He didn't have to get those kids quaffed and dressed and get hair and makeup and all that done. But he had to listen to the crazy person who was trying to do all of those things, right? And in many cases, he doesn't want to be photographed. Right. A lot of men are grown up boys. Yes. And a lot of boys do not love being photographed as much as their sisters. Not so true. all of them. It's definitely not across the board, but there is some sort of gender thing there about yeah. being photographed. And I don't know who to blame for that. So probably their mothers that drug them to portrait photographers when they were young and made them stand and be posed death by posing or whatever. I think that's a lot of the vibe that walks into the studio with the family is that the husband's like, Oh my God, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Well, because everybody wants to look good, you know, I mean, come on. So acknowledging that like, okay, this has not been the easiest thing in the world for you, you know, because we tend to really spoil the wives and really make it great for them, but like just acknowledging him. So include him, acknowledge him and then get to the point. Like, what are we doing? So that's in the consultation. That's it all along the way. Like, okay, here's the process. This is what we're going to do. We're starting with the end in mind. Here's how much it's going to cost. Here's how we can make it less. Here's how we can make it more. This is typically what most people do. And then also letting him know during the session when he gets there that we can get you in and out. You know, so you're acknowledging his time. We can do this quickly, get everything that you're in, and then you can get out of here if you want to. And then when it comes to the view and order, the sales appointment, having it a tight edit, we're targeted and we're populating what they had already decided. So especially if he has an indecisive wife, if somebody, you know, sometimes that happens, the wife can be indecisive. And if that's a common pattern, you can see their eyes glaze over. You know, have you ever been in that situation where she's like, well, I don't know, let's go back and look at that again. And he's like, oh, we've already decided, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, you can help that by like, okay, we've already decided because you sent us your room views. 
that we're doing the fireplace and the playroom. Okay, here's the fireplace. We know that that size looks great. Here's the playroom, da, 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 da. And so then all we're deciding on is, are these the actual images that you want to put in those places? We don't have to go back and revisit that. Guys that have indecisive wives are going to appreciate that so, so much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so include, acknowledge, process, quickly get it done. Listen, listen to your clients. Listen to what they're saying to you. If there are pain points, if there are things that you're hearing again and again and again, then that might mean there's a speed bump in your process that needs to be smoothed out in some way. Yeah, definitely took me long, uh, too long to get that memo. Yep, same. But we're here now and we're doing a podcast about it. So there. (laughs) So hopefully we haven't offended the whole world. But I mean, obviously these are stereotypes. It's not always that way. I've had plenty of wishy-washy men that couldn't decide and plenty of like overly emotional men and the women are over there like, come on, let's move this along. In general, the complaints that we hear a lot is like, oh, how do you deal with these husbands? But like you said, they are grown up boys. They don't always necessarily want to do this, but our best clients, the ones that really love their families and really love their wives, and they appreciate portraiture, if we can give them a process and a way for them to engage and a way for them to be successful, they're all in forever. And how many have you, I've had so many uh, husbands say to their wives, I've heard them on the way out, like, we're never going anywhere else. This oh, is yeah. awesome. Or or feedback from the wives, like, oh, you know, he, he thought this was going to be XYZ experience, and he just loved it. And yeah. He's the one who suggested we come back. I've, I've heard that kind of thing over yeah. and over. Yeah. And so if you're making it easier for them, you're making their wives really happy. You're taking care of her and helping her to have a great experience. Good husbands want, you know, happy wife, happy life. They want that. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I think we've solved the husband language barrier. We did it. That's right. Hey, solving the world's problems. One podcast. at One a podcast at a time. All right. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you so much. All right. Bye. Have I told you lately how much I appreciate you being here? I know that you have so many demands on your time and so many demands on your attention. You could be watching Netflix. You could be listening to a true crime podcast, but you spent time here at the rework learning to make your portrait business better. And that really means a lot to me. If there's somebody that you feel like could benefit from this episode, that you could help them and help us spread the word in helping other portrait photographers build better businesses, please go to where you're listening to this episode and hit that share button and share it with them. And if you have time and can give us a review, you don't even understand how much that means to a little tiny podcast like ours to see those reviews and see how we're helping And if you have another minute and can send me a DM and let us know what you would like to hear in the future, what you really enjoyed hearing about, maybe things that weren't that great, how we can do better. We always want to do better and we always want to support the portrait photography industry and helping you build the best businesses ever. Thanks again so much for being here. You can find more great resources from Allison at do the rework.com and on Instagram at do dot the dot rework.